Welcome to Coffee Talk. I'm Rosa Coelho, your host, lifestyle entrepreneur, health coach, and speaker. I'm thrilled to have you join me as we delve into conversations around optimizing our health, pushing past our fears, pursuing our dreams, and inspiring each other to live a life by design, not by chance. I believe magic happens over coffee and sharing experiences. I've made plans to change careers, move to a new country, organized exciting adventures, and even formed some of my most incredible relationships over coffee. So grab your favorite cuppa, sit back, and enjoy our beautiful chats along with our special guests. You never know when you may hear something that changes everything. Hello, beautiful friend. Happy, happy Tuesday. And today I'm excited to have kind of a lighter topic. Our last couple of podcast episodes have been a bit heavy, which, you know, we need to. And um, I make no apologies for those at all. I think we all go through stages in our life where it's really important to hear those strong messages. But today I want to get into the physical world and talk about how to get sexy arms. And now I know I titled this podcast, How Most Women or Why Most Women Can't Do Push-Ups. And it's because I often, almost always, when I start training women back in my personal training days, the first thing they would say to me when I'd ask them to do a push-up was, I can't do push-ups. And my response was always, it's because you don't do (laughs) push-ups. And they always kind of look at me wide-eyed. And and usually most often agree that that's exactly why women can't do, many women can't do push-ups. I don't say all because some women out there, you're like me, you love them, you train them, and it's just like, it's the most empowering exercise. It's also one of the exercises I have all my women do. It's one of our first goals, which is get to 10 full push-ups on your toes, not on your knees. So I want to actually talk about in this episode how to really train for those beautiful, gorgeous, sexy arms, which you can have. I always have this saying of arms are arms are the new boobs. I always tell that to my clients because there are two things I can do for women. One is get them incredible arms. And number two is lift that booty. Those are kind of my two areas of specialty. There was a point where I used to call myself the person who, or the trainer who fixed broken bumps. (laughs) But today I digress. We're sticking to arms. I have to tell you this funny story though. My clients were hilarious. One of them (laughs) told me she once overheard a conversation between two younger, younger girls in the gym and one was saying to the other, <laughs> I just laughed thinking of this story. They um were doing push-ups on their knees and the one said to the other, her friend, oh yes, women always have to do push-ups on their knees and men can do like those full ones. And it's because those are not safe for women. <laughs> women um, have to do them on their knees or their uterus can fall out. <laughs> like, No joke. My client said she had to walk away because she was laughing so hard. And I was like, what? You didn't go tell them how to do push-ups. But anyways, it was hysterical. And it's a story I've told over and over. I just think it's so funny. Uh, But you know what? There are misconceptions out there as to like a lot of training misconceptions. And so if someone has one that's silly, I probably shouldn't laugh. But let's learn and move forward. And there's nothing like making a little fun of yourself. We all have to have, you know, that lightness and laugh at things (laughs) when we learn better. 
So let's talk about like, how do you get sexy arms? Well, push-ups is for sure one of those moves that's uh, an amazing exercise for sexy arms and totally uh, necessary, I believe. But let's, let's before we get into the actual exercises, let's talk about um, why, what you can't do. So one thing that we can't do is spot reduce. So that means if you are carrying excess weight around your arms, and I know for a lot of women, the problem area is like the back of the arms, we can't just focus, no exercise, no particular exercise, even the beautiful push-ups are not going to get you fabulous arms unless you really look at other areas of your lifestyle, which we'll go over. What they will do regardless is make you strong. And so it is very possible to be strong from within and then still have like excess fat around your muscle. So, um, and you know, I had clients like that. Not every one of my clients wanted to lose weight. A lot of women or some of the women just wanted to really feel stronger, improve their posture, walk with confidence. Like there's an inner confidence that comes from strength training that you just don't get from anything else. You don't get that from running, from cardio, from anything like you do strength training. I'm not saying that those things are not valid. They're, they all have their their places, but there's something really powerful about strength training. And if you do strength train, then you're nodding your head going, yes, a hundred percent. Absolutely. If you're someone that only runs or only does cardio type stuff, then you're thinking, oh, that's not true. But I'm just going to really challenge you to introduce some strength training and then you'll see the difference. So let's talk about why women are not achieving those sexy arms. And then I'll give you pointers for how you can really start that journey. So number one is exactly what I just talked about is not strength training. So having no form of strength training in their routine. And I'm a real fan of strength training at least two times a week, uh, three, depending on how difficult or challenging your other two times were and how you're doing for recovery, but at least two times, possibly three. So if you're like, what is strength training? Strength training is literally, you can use body weight, you can use weights, but sometimes body weight to start is perfect. And you're working in repetition ranges that are low. They're anywhere from like maybe eight to 12 repetitions. If you're able to do a lot more than that, you're starting to get into more endurance stuff. So you want it to be, you want the movement that you're doing to feel challenging. So by the time you get to that 11 or 12 and I often work in rep ranges of eight to 10 with women, but if you're doing the 11 to 12, you want that last one to feel really difficult. Now, when I say really difficult, I mean really difficult with perfect form. As soon as your form is gone, you're done. So that's what strength training should look like and feel like. So we're looking at things like squats and lunges and push-ups and pull-ups, all of those kind of great big exercises. The next thing is nutrition. So I find mostly with women, a common thing is one, not eating enough. So hardly eating anything all day. And then sometimes overdoing it with the carbohydrates at dinner or so. But by the time you get to dinner, you're just starving. So not eating enough, not eating enough throughout the day, really eating too high in carbs. And I'm not talking keto. I'm talking about focusing on being like lower carbs. So when I'm not anti-carbs or anything like that, but we definitely eat 
an excess of carbohydrates. And people are only shocked when they start to track what they're eating, how many carbohydrates they've actually been eating. The other thing is not enough protein. Oh my goodness, this is the biggest one and it's probably one of the most challenging things to do is to have my female clients eat more protein. We have been demonizing and meat for so long and yes, I'm a big meat eater and that's what I talk about on this podcast um, a lot. So the thing is that it doesn't actually take a lot to meet your to meet your requirements, but it does take a conscious effort to include that protein in your breakfast, your lunch, and your dinner. But even something as small as a four ounce, good quality grass-fed steak is gonna give you 35 ounces of protein. So it's not that difficult once you make a conscious effort to get your protein in. Um, so that's another thing. And then the other one is, balancing hormones. So a lot of times hormones will just be completely out of whack. So a lot of women, it is common to be suffering from, and I'm just generalizing, so (laughs) this doesn't mean everyone, but suffering from things like adrenal fatigue or on their way to adrenal fatigue, just because we tend to take on too much, don't sleep enough, always on the go, a lot of stress, always multitasking, and the end just never comes. And so the day comes and you just feel exhausted. You wake up exhausted, you're exhausted throughout the day, and you just can't seem to catch up. So that's a big part of having um, hormones unbalanced. Another one is being having excess estrogen. And I'm finding this comes from just a lot of our lifestyle choices, drinking water from plastics, um, having food stored in plastic bottles or, or containers, all of that kind of stuff adds to estrogen. So really reducing all of those things is really important. So what to do? Those are a lot of reasons as to why we carry like this excess weight. And, and if we don't, if we don't work on shifting that stubborn weight all over our body, it's not going to come off our arms either. So it really has to happen all at once. So what I recommend is number one, yes, introducing strength training, but introducing those big movements and we call them compound movements. So they're movements that are whole body. They're not isolated. So for example, a compound movement would be a squat. So you're working more than one joint at a time. So a squat is a good compound movement. Um, Lunges are good compound movements. An isolated movement is bicep curls. I have never done bicep curls with my clients. Like we just don't do them. We always do compound movements, big movements. And those are amazing for just getting incredible results. Isolated movements. I mean, once in a while, if you want to do them for a bit of variety, it's it's probably okay. I just like to get the most out of my workouts and in the least amount of time. But a lot of isolated movements really came into play during the bodybuilder times and still do for anyone that's doing like a fitness competition or bodybuilding where they really need certain muscles to pop um, and to really show that's when those kind of movements come through. I find for the, for the average person and myself included, I never, never, I really never do them. Um, I stick to big compound movements. When you're doing big compound movements, you're going to work not just, for example, the squat, you're not just working your legs, you're actually working your core, your abs, your back. It's a beautiful thing when you work these big compound movements because you're working more than one part of your body. 
Although there is one part that's kind of the bigger focus. So when it comes to push-ups and getting those sexy arms, there's movements that I love. So there's push-ups, there's bear crawls. Yes, bear crawls. You're literally crawling on the ground. They're a lot harder than they look. All my clients do them, especially as a warm-up, and I love them. Pull-ups, and pull-ups I know are scary, are scary for most. And I have to say, they're so empowering when you get that first pull-up in. But again, if you can't do them, it's because you haven't do haven't done them. They are quite a, they are a bit more advanced, so you don't need to start with them, but they're a good move to really um, put into your repertoire. And then rows and military presses. I love all of those big movements. So number two, so that's the strength training. The second thing you want to do is clean up your diet. So really getting rid of all the processed foods, all the excess sugar, the wheat. If you want to see excess weight shifting quickly, just eliminate the sugar, the wheat, and the gluten from your diet. And it's incredible what will happen. Yes, you'll go through withdrawals. It's super not fun, but the benefits are incredibly worth it and your energy will come back and you will feel so great for it. It's one of the best things that I ever did. When it comes to diet, increase that protein. You want to be eating, I don't know about point, I say, I don't know, You, but you do want to focus on about anywhere between 0.7 and 0.8 grams per kilo of body weight. It's it's a little bit more than what what people expect. So like I said, most people are not eating enough protein. And when I talk protein, I'm talking about really clean sources. It's better to eat good quality and eat less than to be eating processed foods. Um, and then the other thing is, inter, uh, sorry, sleep. So number three is sleeping. If you are having problems with hormones and being imbalanced, sleep is number one. There's no other way around it. And it's the one thing that I feel gets the least amount of attention. It's always the last thing on someone's list because they feel like the exercise and the nutrition is what they need to do to get those fabulous results. But I'm telling you, sleep is equally important. If you have trouble sleeping, get your start putting yourself into a really good routine, turn off the electronics, take some magnesium and start to create that calm nighttime habits so that you can sleep well. It's absolutely imperative to weight loss, to health, to healing, to everything. This episode isn't about sleep, but I just want to make sure that we get that across as often as I can. And then number four, is another form of exercise, which is called interval training. This is so fabulous for really boosting your metabolism. It feels incredible. It's a short workout. It's it's for that short, sweet day. You can do this once a week and you will get incredible results. So an example of an interval session is going outside, going for, a, you can do this on a, on a treadmill as well or that's fine. You could do it indoors or on a rowing machine, but I, I really enjoy doing it outside. So you walk for about five, 10 minutes, really warm up your body. And then you're going to sprint. You're going to sprint as hard as you can for, let's start. The example I'll give today is 20 seconds. And I mean hard, like you're going as all out. Then you're going to go slow for a good minute and a half. I mean, so slow, like snail's pace so that you are fully recovering. You repeat that anywhere from four to six times, and then you cool down again from a walk. Do that once a week. It's about a 15 minute workout. And 
at the end, like I said, you feel incredible, but it goes a long way to boosting your metabolism. Okay, friends. So that's what I wanted to share with you today because it is so much fun. Like I said, getting women beautiful, sexy arms is my thing. It's my strength. It's what I love to do because it just makes women feel so, there's something that just makes you feel so good about having those gorgeous arms. And I know it could be like an area that's a bit self-conscious for women as well. Just know that it's possible, but it's about really becoming your best version of you. There's no such thing as perfection or anything like that. I, I know that I've had clients that, you know, everyone's a different body type. So please don't use this episode to compare yourself to anyone else. Just know that if you have that desire to feel stronger, and I really believe it's important for women to have a strong upper body. It's also a great party, a great like party attention seeker when you're at a party and you're like, see how many push-ups I can do. <laughs> I know I've been known to have like at midnight with friends of mine having push-up contests and it feels good to be able to participate. So if for any reason, do it for that. (laughs) But all kidding aside, it is imperative to have this upper body strength for women. It's, um, it's really, it's really cool. And you can absolutely do it. Just set yourself a schedule commit to doing it. It's one of those things that it doesn't feel urgent. And so we leave it. We're like, oh yeah, I would like to be able to do 10 pushups. It would feel good to be able to do that. But then you leave it and leave it. And before you know it, a year has passed and you're in the same spot. So don't do that. Set yourself a schedule and start working on it. You can go onto YouTube and look up, you know, ways to build up your your push-ups. I'm sure on RockoFit, I probably have some tutorials on push-ups as well. You can start on your knees, then you can move on to eccentric ones, which are ones where you cheat your way up and then you um, come down really slowly and you build your strength up that way. And before you know it, you'll be able to do them. You'll get to 10. I just know that you will. Okay. If you have any questions, my friends, or I also want to let you know that I am officially health coaching online. I have been health coaching one to one, um, well, for quite some time now, but with this specific program that I have for the last few months, if you would like to do it, it's a 30 day plan. And we actually do five weeks because we have a soft start and then we move into the 30 day plan together. So I guide you through that in, um, with my health coaching and we will be moving, I will be moving on to group coaching quite soon as well. So if you have any questions about training or anything like that, just pop me a message. If you also have a moment to leave me a review on iTunes, it would mean absolutely the world to me. It goes a long way to sharing this podcast with others. Thank you so much for listening in and send me any questions. Reach out anytime. Have a fabulous week. Thank you so much for listening in today. I know time is precious and I'm grateful you shared yours with me. It would mean the world to me if you felt an impact, a moment of inspiration, or learned something new. If you would share it with those you care about and leave me a review on iTunes, I'd love to know what spoke to you or what you'd like to hear more of. Your sharing and leaving a review would help so much on this journey to making an impact on as many people as possible. It's worth it. I know from experience, there are moments when something we hear has the possibility of changing everything.